Hey, Mark, have you ever felt jealous of one of your competitors before? You know, I totally have. I think we should talk about that. Let's do it. Welcome to The Friday Habit with Benjamin Manley and Mark Labriola II. The Friday Habit is for creators, entrepreneurs, and agency owners looking for actionable ideas on how to grow their business and be more profitable. We'll pull from our combined knowledge of over 20 years and interview thought leaders that will inspire you and give you the motivation you need to kick your business into high gear. Buckle up. It's Friday. All right. Welcome, everybody, to The Friday Habit. Thank you for joining us this Friday or whenever you're listening to this podcast. Ben, how are you doing, dude? I am doing great. I uh, have been having a lot of fun with my family these days. We've been going uh, down this path near my house and it leads actually to my office. It's about three miles away. And uh, I, at the age of 33, decided to take up skateboarding. So What? That is (laughs) insane, dude. That's like breaking bone city. I don't know what I'm doing, but my wife was like, are you sure this is a good idea? I was like, I mean, I'm not going to like do crazy tricks or anything. I just want to lear- learn how to longboard. So I got oh, a okay. skateboard. I longboard. And, okay. Well, yeah, I guess yeah. I'm I got a gravity board. I thought you were like trying to be like Tony Hawk or something okay. like crushing like a verb pipe or something like that. <laughs> no, maybe that's probably step two. It could, it could lead there. Sometimes I get too into things. So your passion will guide you. But yeah, I've just been having fun with the family and, and doing some, some skateboarding and stuff like that. Yeah. How about you? That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, similarly, uh, family duties. I am on daddy duty. My uh, wife is out of town at a cousin's wedding. And so I've been manning the house, manning the business and manning the kids. You know, I got three, three kids. So it's always a treat to be on duty doing those things that, that dads do, you know? Yeah. I love it. But it's fun. Cause I just, I'm like, Hey, just eat ice cream and like watch movies and let's just <laughs> like go out to eat every night. Yeah. <laughs> no dishes. So then, then when mom gets back, it's like, no mom's home. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, you know, it's yeah, it's, it's good time. So <laughs> hashtag blessed. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't know if you noticed, but I, uh, I bought some girl scout cookies from you the other day. I don't know if that, Oh, uh, did you? Yeah, that digital link. I was like, I oh, never thanks, knew you could dude. you could buy a Girl Scout cookies like over the web, and I saw that one of your kids was selling them. I was like, dude, yeah. I'll buy some Girl Scout cookies. Yeah, my daughter Evelyn, she's selling cookies, so I appreciate. And you're a real friend. Real friends buy a Girl Scout right. cookies from their right. exactly. <laughs> their kids. It's like we're neighbors. You're in Denver, I'm in Virginia, but hey, yeah, still buying. You can Girl still Scout. buy Girl Scout cookies. Exactly. <laughs> Magic of the internet. I love that. Well, I'll let her know. And uh, I'll say, Mr. Ben bought some Girl Scout cookies. What'd you get? I actually did. Technically, I did the thing where you donate them. So I didn't, I'm not actually oh. getting any shipped because like, uh, what? are you like, like Captain Healthy or something like that? You're not trying to get some <laughs> dosy dos or some no, well, bins, bro? Your wife is going to be disappointed. I know. I actually already bought some from a neighbor. Oh, and I was like, okay. I don't need more Girl Scout more cookies, cookies, but Mark... Definitely needs support, but now I'm not sure because I didn't see the bar, her goal bar, go up after I donated. So, like, wait, does it not count if you don't actually buy packages? Is it by the package and not by the amount? So, hopefully, it actually helped her with her goal. Yeah, well, I'm sure it did. So, and it's a thought that counts. Like I said, true friends buy their kids Girl Scouts cookies. That's how it works. So appreciate that. Yeah. So anyways, daddy duty doing that kind of stuff. And then uh, I'm in the process of uh, hiring a couple new team members. So full-time W2 employees, which 
probably is a, a topic for another episode, but uh, that's just, there's just a lot, you know, that I'm having to learn and, and figure out. And, uh, you know, as a business owner, you're like one, trying to save as much money as you possibly can. But then on the flip side, you're trying to be as competitive as you can to, you know, offer a good living wage to somebody. So it's like this give and take constantly. Yeah. It's like I, I can't just give you the farm, you know, cause yeah. I got a business to maintain and, you know, strategically try to grow this thing. So, yeah. So I've just been doing, doing a lot of that. So that is huge. Yeah. So I think you were talking about a, a video editor and possibly a project manager. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. So looking for a full-time video editor and someone who, who's a little bit more like run and gun, who's scrappy, you know, that can maybe also shoot some content video and then edit it as well. Awesome. And then someone who is can manage, you know, clients and projects as well as do some light social media management and stuff like that. So that's awesome. Yeah, that'll be great. I think having somebody to, to do the project management is going to save you a ton of time. Well, yeah. And, and my, you know, employee number one and, you know, friend Audrey who works here full time at Brand Viva, you know, she's spending a lot of her time doing those kind of tasks, but, you know, her skill level and all these things are more valued at an, in another position at the, at the office. So it's like, I'm taking up her time doing certain things that, you know, she's kind of overqualified to do, you know, and so yeah. wanting to make sure that I'm just using all my resources to the the max, you know. Let's go ahead and jump into today's topic. Let's do it. Yeah. So this came up because I was talking to somebody, we were kind of doing like a little coaching call thing. And he brought up the fact that he was kind of feeling jealous of one of his competitors that had one um, this giant project that he was kind of going for too. And the funny thing was, I was actually going through the same exact thing like that weekend. And I had sat down and written down like, why am I feeling so awful about this? Like, I shouldn't feel jealous of this other person that has this cool business. Like, why Why do I feel this way? I, I felt awful, even just guilty for feeling jealous, you know, because mm -hmm. I want other people to succeed. But sometimes when you see somebody, you know, killing it in one area and you're like, oh, man, my thing that I do isn't as cool in that area. And you don't realize maybe you have a strength in another area, but you know, you want to be the best in everything you do. So I was struggling with it. This other guy was. And so it was just a topic. I was like, you know, I bet there's a lot more people out there that see other businesses, you know, on Instagram and like, wow, look at that amazing project. And they don't realize, hey, that took years to build to the point where they are, but they just see this little snippet. And it seems like they're amazing and you're not. So basically I want to talk about how, you know, to deal with that kind of stuff. Do you ever, have you ever experienced that kind of feeling? Yeah. I mean, I think too, as a creative, as well as an entrepreneur, you're always judging yourself so harshly. Right. And you're like, Oh, like they're just so much more creative or they're so much more talented. And like, you're just constantly judging yourself. And then, yeah, on top of that, when you see somebody succeeding, it's like, on the flip side, you're very judgmental too. Like what? They're not even that good. Like how right. do they land that client? Or like, right. you know, it's like just constantly being judgmental, whether it's downing yourself or, you know, trying to down someone else's abilities. But, but yeah, I mean, I've definitely, you know, felt that way feeling jealous that someone's succeeding because a lot of times you don't always feel like you're succeeding as much as you are. I guess I, right. I would say sometimes when I look I'm like, wow, I'm doing pretty awesome. Like if the four year ago Mark saw where four year, you know, four years later Mark is, he'd be like, dang, dude, good job. Like right. you're crushing it. But, you know, the present Mark's like, ah, I don't think I'm doing that good or I think I could do yep. better, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. And stop bragging that you're going to make everybody listening jealous of you. So that's, that's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to fix that problem. You're hiring all these people. You're so popular, <laughs> you know, you got a great family. So jealous. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I, I wrote down a few thoughts on this. I basically wrote them down in my journal. Cause I was like, yeah, all right, what are the things I can do to kind of fix this problem, you know, or, or change the way I feel about this. So the first thing I wrote down was, something that I've done before and some things other people have done with me. And the idea is to just reach out to that competitor and maybe, you know, also changing your mindset a little bit, you know, are they really a competitor? Is that how you should be viewing this person? You know, basically just thinking through things like they're a person just like you, you know, instead of feeling jealous of them, actually lean into that and just say, Hey, let me send them a congratulations note and actually build a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe get to know them a little bit and just be happy for them and then try to learn from some of their successes. You know, I've had a few people before like reach out to me and be like, Hey, like one person literally said like, man, I'm so jealous of your brand. Like, how are you doing this? Like literally that's how they said it. And I just felt so humbled by that. I was like, man, that made me feel really good that somebody else actually thinks I'm doing a good job. And it made me reach back out to them, you know, and be like, Hey, like let's hang out and talk about this, you know? So that's something that I've, I've thought about doing. Yeah, I think the other thing too is that it eases your mind. A lot of times we'll think someone's like doing so much better. Someone is completely crushing it. They're, you know, just out of this world successful. And then when you talk to them, they're like, yeah, like it's been good, but here's been the challenges. And in our own minds, we create this story. And then when we just reach out and maybe just talk to them, they're like, yeah, yeah, it's good, but it's not that good. And then you're like, Oh, okay. I guess I don't feel as like bad as I did. <laughs> right. That's so true. And, and not to like, I'm not saying get close to them so that you can be like, Oh, here's all their flaws, you know? And so they're not right. really good. And I know that's not what you're saying either, but it is, it humanizes them. And you're like, you know what? Hey, they're just somebody else like me. Right. right. And, and it actually makes you be like, Hey, you know what? We're on the same team. Let's actually help each other succeed. If they're having problems, they're like, Oh man, you know, this part of my business is doing great, but I'm really having problems here. You're like, Hey, do this thing that I did. It's really working for us. And they're going to do the same for you. So I've really found that to be huge. And some of the people, you know, that I've, kind of seen as competitors before have become some of my best like business friends that we grab lunch every so often and we actually share ideas and they've really encouraged me in my business and honestly give me some great advice and if i had just you know kind of hold up and hunkered down and tried to like protect myself and not like interact with those people it would have been i mean just would have hurt me in the long term and honestly now i'm just a happier person because of it yeah totally vulnerability i think that's that's what's key is just being vulnerable you know exactly so number two. Yeah. Number two, avoid a scarcity mindset. So the idea here is there is so much opportunity out there. And for my own type of business, I just thought I'd Google this real quick while I was doing some research to see like how many small businesses there are in the US. You know, all right, you know, is there a limited amount of people I can work with, you know, in small businesses as a you know website designer? And according to the results I got, there's over 30 million small businesses. So if your target market is small businesses, there's so much work out there. And some of the businesses out there don't even realize what they need until you kind of tell them like, hey, this is how we can help you. And so if you can add value to those people, there's so much opportunity out there. You don't need to worry about, you know, oh, they got this client or they got this client. Right. There's enough work out there there's for so everybody. Much work. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, when I first started back in 2007 shooting weddings, you know, 
there was always this like, oh, I'm trying to keep my secret sauce to myself or like, you know, keep my, like what makes me special. I don't want to share that with anybody because then they could do this, you know? And there was that fear of like, you'd be losing out on business, you know? And then same thing. It's like, I think the average, like, I think in Colorado, like 10,000 weddings happen a year. And I'm like, there's not even enough photographers to accommodate all the weddings and things that are taking place. So why would you freak out or be worried that, you're going to, you know, someone's going to take your business or there's not enough for everybody. Exactly. There's so much work out there. So there's enough business for everybody. No, Nobody has to worry. Move away from the scarcity mindset. Exactly. Yeah. And then number three, stay humble. Stay humble. Exactly. So uh, this is something at least I've struggled with is that sometimes I realize as soon as I'm think I'm good at something, I think, okay, like subconsciously, I'm not literally thinking this, but subconsciously, I realize that I'm thinking, oh, well, I'm better than these other people or I'm better than this business because I can do this and they can't or whatever it is. And then when they get ahead of you, that's when you realize, oh, I was thinking I was better than them because now my self-worth is actually built on that. And that's why I feel mm-hmm. so bad. So basically the, the general concept is just that if you don't feel so proud of yourself, that you're not going to fall as as far from that, you know, that being humbled of being like, Oh, you know what? Actually they are better than me. That's okay. You know, instead of basing your worth on being the best in every area, which I want to be, don't base it on that and just do the best that you can and add value to people. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think that's huge staying humble. And once again, staying humble too, will it will present itself as a positive trait to other people around you. I mean, there's nothing more enticing or more, I think, flattering to somebody is when they're very humble, you know, which is hard to, you know, be, especially if you started getting successful and things are going good. You want to think that you're awesome and you want to brag and things like that. But I think being humble is, is a very, an awesome quality that I, you know, I strive to, to try to, to stay humble, even though it's hard. Cause I'm, I'm a jerk sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Such a jerk. <laughs> and then number four, focus on the long game. Yeah. And what's going to matter in 10 years from now? You know, are you really going to be worried about what this other competitor is doing? Or would it be better just to get closer to them and actually build a good relationship with them? I mean, usually, you know, I've seen studies out there and there's a really good TED talk about this actually talks about like what makes people happy long term in life. And it, I think it's specifically a study about men, but it probably applies to, to everyone, I'm guessing. And it has to do with the fact that happiness comes from having good relationships over time and like a few close friends. And so honestly, building good relationships with people is usually more important than trying to get ahead a little bit in the situation or winning this award or getting that client, like building good relationships. And that's just way healthier long-term. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you hundred percent on this. Um, I think that so many times we get distracted and derailed by focusing on the here and now or our competitors, we're not focused on our own, on our own work. But when we really hone in and and focus on what we're doing, you know, then we can really think about, okay, what kind of business do I want to build? Or, you know, what kind of work satisfies me? You know, maybe someone, you know, someone you're competing with, you know, air quotes is doing really well doing a particular thing. But if you did that particular thing, it would make you miserable, you know? So why do that? You know? Exactly. And I see that all the time. I see, you know, oh, there's this other model out there and there's something appealing about it. But um, you know what? Like, there's a reason that I've chosen not to do that. And sticking with what you're good at can really help you long term as well. And 
the other thing is just making sure that you're being consistent to improve yourself, you know, focus on what you're doing and not think about what everybody else is doing all the time. I think it's important to do research and learn from others, but, you know, focusing on making yourself better is more important than um, going out there and just seeing what everybody else is doing all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. And then I think, you know, your third point, right, is just to build good relationships because relationships is really what's key. I can leapfrog every single client I have currently that supports, you know, a pretty decent size, you know, business and a great life for me, I can pinpoint every single person, lead them back to a relationship that I've had, you know, and I know it's kind of different with some, some businesses are digital only, or, you know, internet marketing type businesses where you're trying to get leads and and all those kind of things. But, you know, for my business, particularly, it's just all about relationships and relationships are what make our job enjoyable, right? The the people we work with, the friends that we surround ourselves. And I mean, even, even you and I, right. I mean, this whole thing started off of us being, you know, what do they call that? Uh, professional, I don't know. I I was hiring you for your professional services and now we're like, you know, best buds. Exactly. So, and that's just goes back to that building good relationships, how important it is. Yeah. And along with that, one time, it's something kind of fun that I did, and maybe someone else would want to try this too. But I created a mind map of like all the different people that I had met and how they related to other people uh, as far as clients that had been referred to us and stuff like that. So I said, All right, I met this person through this person. This person introduced me to Bob, and Bob sent me this many projects. It was amazing to see like there was like four people that. I hadn't even intentionally built relationships with, but we just kind of got along over time and how that resulted in, you know, 40 or more or more projects over time, just because, you know, we had a good relationship and we understood each other and we believed in each other's work and stuff like that. So, I mean, it might be fun even as an exercise to kind of mind map that out and see how some of those relationships have helped you long-term. Yeah. Well, I think, I think this has been an encouraging episode. I think that, all of us struggle with this at one time or another throughout our business careers and, and lives. And so I think, you know, there's just great strategies because these are the things that, that add up over time. You know, when you don't focus on, on certain aspects of what you're doing, you could see it maybe impacting you in a negative way, you know, down the road. So I think just being cognizant of how you're feeling, being in touch with your emotions about how you're feeling about your business and other people who are succeeding around you, I think is, is really important to grow and, and be successful. And so, you know, to recap, you know, how do you deal with this business envy? One, reach out to your competitor, build a relationship, see how they're doing. Don't be afraid. Don't get in your head about certain things and, you know, dispel any myths that you've created in your mind by just communicating and talking with somebody Two, avoid a scarcity mindset. There's enough work out there for everybody. You're not going to dry up the well or the, the one golden client is not going to get away because there's another one waiting right behind them. And number three, stay humble. No matter how successful you get, no matter, you know, what you achieve, be humble because it's a very attractive attribute to have is 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 humility and so that'll win you more work because people want to do work with people who are are humble and who are good at what they do and then number four focus on the long game you know don't get stuck you know always worrying about what other people are doing and how how they're doing things but you know think about what you want and focus on on what is going to really matter five ten years from now 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And one thing to keep in mind for this week, our action item that we recommend you take is just think of someone that you felt jealous of lately, or, you know, if you haven't felt jealous of anyone, that's awesome. And if that comes up, you feel that feeling of like, oh man, they're doing great stuff. I wish I was that good. Or, you know, I wish I got that project. Just reach out to them, congratulate them and tell them that you admire their work and the way they do business. And I mean, you might be surprised what could happen. Nice. That's awesome. And next week, we're going to be talking about how to increase the lifetime value of your customers. So you're going to not want to miss that episode. Sounds good. Yeah. And basically, if you want to find us online, you can go to thefridayhabit.com. You can find links to our websites for Knapsack and Brand Viva Media there. Um, And then at the bottom of the page, you can download our guide to the Friday Habit System. Uh, And it basically shows you how to set aside a whole day each week dedicated to working on your business instead of in your business. Uh, That PDF is a big value. I think it's about 27 pages. It's beautifully designed and it has um, a lot of good content in there as well as five habits that'll help you revolutionize your business. That's right. So thanks so much for listening to the Friday Habit. And until next time, live every day like it's Friday. Friday.